You're listening to the Whole Five-Fifths Podcast, where we are whole, we are one, and we are five-fifths. I hope you'll join me for our next episode. Leah Turner, the Whole Five-Fifths Podcast. Why are you at this table, in that seat, bringing this content into this studio and broadcasting it to the world? What is your why? Okay. My why. My why is because it's about time. For me personally, and I think it's time for the world to get into these conversations. Um, Just going back to last year, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We see a black man being murdered in the street at the hands of a white police officer for nine grueling minutes. It's played and replayed all over. We see more public lynchings. We we reflect back on the last couple dozen years where we started seeing, or maybe not a dozen, maybe five years, I guess, where it started seeing these lynchings televised. And I think people waking up more and more every day to, you know what? These social injustices that we are aware of This uh, racialized trauma that exists is not new. It's been going on for 400 years. And we can tell ourselves all the lies we want to tell. And we can go back to sleep. Or we can say, no, I'm not I'm not going back to sleep. I'm staying awake. And, And to stay awake means to have hard conversations and to have hard conversations leads to healing. And so the first answer to your question is, I believe it is time for us to heal because in so many ways, racism permeates our society. And that is because I believe, or I know that that's the way our society was founded. It was built that way. A lot of people complain or say, oh, the system is broken. The system is not broken. The system is operating as it was designed to operate. And so I think more and more people are waking up and ready to have this type of conversation. So that's what brought me um, I guess that's what catapulted me to the, the podcast. So we have table. to break the system. We need to break the system and for the sake of healing the whole. So it's not for the sake of breaking something. It's for the sake of, you know, breaking through. Um, sometimes you need to have a breakdown so you can have a breakthrough. And then it comes to me personally. Personally, I'm at a time in my life where I need to step into the fullness of who I am. Um, my day job, what I do for a living is I am an acupuncturist. So that means I'm a healer. And what healers do is they help people bring themselves into the fullness and the awareness of who they are truly so that they can know themselves on a deeper level so that they can thrive. You know, ultimately people come in with all kinds of things. You know, I have backache, I have neck pain. I have sleep apnea, whatever their issues are. And what they discover soon after they arrive is that they have the capacity to feel well and whole. um, And they just need to be reminded. So I feel like this podcast is an extension of that. It's an extension of what I'm already doing in the treatment room as an acupuncturist to remind us all that we are not broken as individuals, um, that we are whole, that we are complete and perfect as we are, we've just forgotten and lost our way. And I think racism has been designed to help 
perpetuate the divisions within us and among us. So there's like a personal connection that I have because of my profession and what I do for a living. And then there's me, like as an individual, I always tell the story of my experience with race. I'm a biracial person. I identify as a black person, um, but I'm also of a biracial um, heritage, I guess. My mom is white. My dad is black. I didn't really know about race until I was about six years old. And we had to fill out one of those forms to take a test in school. And the teacher instructed us to, you know, how to fill out the, these bubble in forms with our number two pencils. And I remember bubbling in black and white. And this was like the first time I was like aware that this was a thing that I would need to to declare declare right it was like never presented to me in that way i probably had heard something about race but didn't maybe went over my head but this made it real and as i was bubbling in the second bubble the teacher comes around and says no 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 erase one of those and i said what she said yeah you can't do that the the machine will only accept one answer for each question and that's one of the questions and i said oh my god like to myself i remember being like stunned and sitting there thinking. And then I remember I have this vi- vivid memory of me looking at my skin and going, oh, I have to choose. And then I'm, and then I'm like trying to reason it through. Okay, my skin is like beige. What makes beige? Brown and white makes beige. Wait, black. what is black and white? That makes gray. And I was so confused trying to make sense of it all. And then I just decided, okay, I'm closer to the black than the white. And it clicked for me. I was realizing like, I'm not a white person Okay, I'll be a black person. And then going home to my mom, who's white, and saying, Mom, I'm so sorry. I remember crying, saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. At school today, I had to choose daddy. And my mom was like, what are you talking about? And I explained to her what happened, you know, and I said, I I love you, but I had to choose black because I'm not white. And she's, you know, gave me this look and was, seemed torn up about it. And told me it was okay. And, you know, that was my first encounter. And then kind of like was able to maneuver through life until college being in this really ambiguous space. So recently in conversation with my mom, you know, fast forward to today, she actually told me, most recently she told me, I raised you with the intention of ambiguity. I wanted you to be racially ambiguous because I thought that that was going to be the solution to the mess, you know, of racism, that if everybody kind of realized that there's really no such thing as race and why, because look, all these people are these neutral colors and my daughter's one of these neutral, ambiguous people, that will be the remedy, the cure. And I think what it really did for me was have me feel disconnected from an identity at all. So constantly always trying to skate this line and be ambiguous and be accommodating and be neutral, race neutral. So I, you know, I went through phases my whole life. You know, I'm going to be both. I'm neither. I'm black only. Um, And I got a little militant in college where I was like, yeah, and I'm black and I'm proud. And, you know, I had just like everybody in the 90s, you know, little Africa medallions and wore... uh, (laughs) black red and green and you know and that felt 
right at the time. You know, like I feel accepted. I feel like I belong until I didn't. There were moments where I didn't feel like I belonged there either because it would be pointed out to me. Oh, you're not black enough or whatever. And so there have been so many different twists and turns and permutations. And I feel like I've landed most comfortably now identifying as a black biracial person. So that kind of just takes care of any questions that come after if I just say I'm black. And so the birth of this podcast really, it seems like it's converging on a lot of, you know, pieces coming together, you know, what's going on in our society and the civil unrest that seems to be waking us up. Um, What's going on in my professional life as far as helping people to come to more of a fullness and a wholeness in themselves. And then what's going on with me. So that's your why. That's a long why, but that's my why. But it's yours. It is. It is yours. And what do you hope to extract out of your guests? And um, what do you want to bring to the people? I know your why now, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I don't know that you necessarily have an agenda, you know, each week or is it defined by episode by episode? But, you know, do you want this to be free flowing? Like, Leah Turner, you're going to inject yourself into this. We're going to get to know a lot about you. We're going to get to know a lot about your guests. So expand on that. Absolutely. Well, the sub, you know, the tagline that I chose for the podcast is facilitating a cultural shift through healing. So when I think about a cultural shift, that feels big, right? It feels like we need to move this culture farther along than previous generations have been able to. Every generation has played its part and done its thing. Um, and I see that there's so much room for a shift and the shift in my mind needs to be toward healing. And my definition of healing is the reclaiming of wholeness. So relinquishing this notion that we can possibly be divided. And especially when it comes to race, that this is a construct that no longer serves us, never did, but definitely doesn't anymore now for anybody. And we need to face it. And so I feel like to face it, we need to have conversations. And these conversations can help illuminate what needs to be resolved and how we can heal from the devastating um, effects of racism and oppression in our society. So the guests that I want to invite on will be people who have uh, subject matter expertise um, along, you know, the lines of what the effects of racialized trauma has done to us as a community and as a society. Um, and there's so many different ways that structural racism plays out. So there's an endless number of content experts, I'm sure. And I also want to invite guests who have personal experiences, just everyday people who um, maybe have stories that will help other people grow and um, expand their minds and open their hearts to what people are living with uh, day to day when it comes to the experience of living in a racialized culture. Um, So I have, I have big hopes for what this podcast can do. And, um, and I want to, I want to facilitate conversations that are going to help create real change all right 
What else do you want to tell our fine folks about Leah Turner? Your why, who you are, what brings you here each week? Well, I guess the thing about me is that I'm, I never appreciated being put into a box. And I think that's played out in um, how I live my life. So I started out going to law school, um, not necessarily wanting to be an attorney and ended up being an attorney. And I was a pretty good one, a litigation attorney. So I, I got good arguing and I prided myself on being able to see both sides of an argument because any good lawyer knows that if you're going to be you know, successful, you need to anticipate what the other side's going to say. So you should be able to argue two sides of a case. And I feel like that really fit my personality at the time, because again, being this ambiguous person that personifies duality, I could go, I could go left, I could go right, I could, you know, flip between two points easily. And then that just didn't seem to get it for me. Because what I realized is that I was actually part of a system that was not necessarily always interested in um, resolving things but more like how can we keep a, uh, an oppositional to uh, back and forth going on and so I realized like this is not really what I want ultimately what I want is to come to resolution and to to a peaceful place so I had to get out of that and I found acupuncture and I found acupuncture school and I found that that was really where um my gifts could be put to the best use. This coming from maybe a place of conflict or or pain or opposition, like people being in opposition with their own bodies, for example, and then transcending that and getting to this new place. And I feel like we're in such a, an important time in um, the history of the world because we have this chance to really move and advance beyond the uh, ways of our ancestors, um, the conflicts. I mean, I, I think there's always hope for every generation and every generation tries their best, but you know, I'm alive at this time. So I'm gonna try my best and see how is it that I can help move us beyond um, this sort of mess that we were in, I guess. You mentioned, <clears throat> You know, we have to do better than generations prior, but is it possible that we just need to do what this generation needs to do to move this space and this time forward as previous generations did? Perhaps there was a, a generation whose duty it was to hold serve and be what they were at that time. Yeah, I guess that's a better way of saying it. Like it's not to compare and and, and look back in the rearview mirror and say, oh, they did it wrong. I think that... Our ancestors did. I'd like to think. They well, did they wanted the, the same thing could. you did, right? Sure. And and as but that as scope life, of what they could see, right. that vision could not see what you see today. Much right. like our vision can only see what they saw from what we read and from the history that is documented. Right. We have to work with what we've got in the moment. I mean, <clears> like we can't expect more from previous generations than what was available right. to them okay. at the time you know, that, that life was playing out. So my hope is So we that, can't be pissed that in the 1600s, they didn't invent the internet. <laughs> right, right. We have to work with what's in front of us. We have to be in the moment, present to what, uh, how, how life is showing up and then look at 
this is my me speaking, obviously, look at how we can um, move beyond our current circumstances for the betterment of the whole. Like there's this um, this quote that I love. And I can't remember who said it, but it's either Rumi or Hafiz. And it's um, out beyond ideas of right doing and wrongdoing. There is a field. I will meet you there. And I love thinking about that because we can get into this right, wrong, good, wrong, bad, you know, conversation. But guess what? There's another place and we can go there and have a conversation. It's fascinating you would say I'll meet you there because my thought behind what we're talking about now is we have to meet the moment where it is. And then we have to carry that beyond. Yeah, um, right. Someone got it to 2020. We've got to get it to 2070. And then someone else has to carry the torch. Now, our duty must be to create a footprint that ripples, right? So that someone else can be a part of that wave. That tide can raise all boats and they can move forward as well. Yeah, and like I said, like this, the title of the subtitle of this podcast is facilitating a cultural shift through healing. I may not live to see the cultural shift that I envision, and that doesn't mean I don't do what I can do, my part to be done to advance that. I bet you'll be proud of what you're going to leave, though. I hope so. I don't see any stopping you. <laughs> I hope so. You've got a great support system. You've got some great ideas. You're going to create this content that's going to live on the internet forever, right? You're going to bring in some great guests. If you're doing it for the right reason, you're working with what you have, where you are, you're meeting the moment where it is, and you're going to carry that torch forward. Well, you may not know what that path is and where that, you know, you're going to be holding that torch now, Mm -hmm. all right? You got to light that cauldron. Someone lit your cauldron or something inspired you to like the cauldron that you're now going to take that. What is it? It's not a spire, a staff or, but whatever torch. that torch yeah, it's yeah. a torch. <clears throat> and now you're carrying it. So um, I look forward to you bringing people into that fold. Um, I look forward to the content you're going to create. Um, there's content already there. Um, and I think you have to dig through some layers and see where it is that you want people to meet you with this content where you're going to meet them. So the whole five fifths podcast, Leah Turner, you ready? Absolutely. All right. Pass we're going to do this. Seat oh boy. It's going to be a ride. <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to be a ride. All right. Leah, thanks for talking to me today. And um, we'll see you on the whole five fifths podcast. Thanks Curtis. Thank you for tuning in to the whole five fifths podcast. I'm your host, Leah Turner. The podcast is produced and engineered by Curtis Cross. We'd like to thank our guests and participants for their contribution to today's episode. Opinions and views of guests and participants are independent and not necessarily held by the whole five-fifths podcast or me. If you enjoy this podcast, we hope that you will continue to tune in and subscribe wherever you listen. Even better, become an exclusive member of our circle by supporting our work through Patreon. For as little as $3 per month, you can help us continue to produce content designed to support you along your healing journey. Also, don't forget to connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Whole5Fifths, and check out our website at Whole5Fifths.com. Until next time, remember, we are whole, we are one, we are five-fifths. <laughs>